how do we define quality? Let me give you a couple examples. Good, excellent, wonderful, fine, exceptional, tremendous, superb, incredible, high class, awesome, beautiful, bitching, blinding, blue ribbon, bodacious, brilliant, choice, classy, crucial, dandy, divine, fabulous, fantastic, goodly, hellacious, marvelous, massive, out of this world, polished, prize, shit-hot, sublime, super-duper, fantastical, tip-top, all of those, right? Well, no. I'm going to tell you why right now. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. All right. First, I'm going to start by saying the words I used at the beginning here for this intro, those were not used to describe the word quality. Those were all synonyms to the word quality. So it was sort of a trick intro, but I wanted to get your attention because what we're going to talk about today made my mind twist. And this episode is leading after the previous episode, uh, episode 94, which came out on Friday. And I mentioned seeing Seth Godin as a guest on Tim Ferriss's podcast, but I hadn't had time to listen to that episode until this morning. Okay. And I'm, you can tell I still have my cold, but the show must go on. So I'm recording another episode here on Sunday, which is going to come out on Monday. And that's the Monday of the IA show. And I'm going to be in transit heading out to Las Vegas. And that also means that next week I'm not going to have an opportunity, well, likely won't have an opportunity to record another episode. So I'm in my office here over the weekend recording one, and then it'll come out on Monday. And this thought came to me again while I was riding my bike. I, I listened to this full episode, actually only got about three quarters of the way through, with Seth Godin and Tim Ferriss. And I almost had to stop writing to take notes, but I did write down six six kind of topics that I want to cover with you guys at some point. But the one we're going to talk about today, which really got my attention, is how Seth Godin defines the word quality. And it was really striking because in the contracting line of work, right, irrigation contracting, landscape contracting, or any home contracting business, the word quality is used all the time. You know, people name their businesses with that word quality services. Okay. They'll put it right in their name, but I don't know that they stop to actually think about what that word means and how to deliver a quality product or project because it's a word that we hear so often that we attune to because we want, we want to be quality, but I don't know that we take a moment to step back and really think about what that means. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I also got to thinking this morning that I do listen to a lot of podcasts because I exercise a lot. I always have a podcast in on my way to work, on my way home from work, on airplanes. I'm just kind of a sucker for consuming content when I can learn. I love to learn. And so maybe 
the Sprinkler Nerd Show here, maybe what I can do or I am doing and I'm going to do here today is when I listen to a podcast and I take something away from it, I can share it with you almost like just giving you the cliff notes. So you could, if you would like to go listen to this entire episode with Seth Godin and Tim Ferriss, but I'm just going to give you a little snippet, a cliff note on something that I picked up that you would pick up also if you listen to it and maybe how it relates to your business. So this could end up being a common thread here on the show is that I share with you some of the things that I'm picking up through other forms of media that I listen to and then I'll just give you the cliff note version of it and and how, and what it means to me. Okay. So always remember that, that what I'm speaking to you about is just through my lens. Okay. It isn't, it isn't the only uh, view. It isn't the only vision. It isn't the only way this isn't black or white. This is just sort of how Andy interprets information and maybe how, you know, how you um, could think about something a little bit differently. So Welcome to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show. I'm your host, Andy Humphrey. This is episode 95, and we're talking about quality. Seth starts out talking to Tim about quality, and the way he starts is he says, let's play with the word quality. How do we play with the word quality? And then he starts by saying that if you are a perfectionist, quality is a great way to hide. Okay? And I then got curious and I thought to myself, I wonder how many people are perfectionists in the world. So did a little research online. I found that up to 30% of the general population are perfectionists. And I thought, man, that's pretty high, right? How is the word quality a great way to hide? That's what it made me start thinking, okay? And then Seth says that this is because he believes, and I think I would agree with him, that you do not want to be the enemy of quality, Okay, and we're going to dig into this on this episode, not being the enemy of, of quality. But I'd like for you to think about how often you use this word in your business, in your daily routines. And I'd probably put money down that most of you use the word quality to either describe your business or your work or at least your work ethic. And for that reason, it becomes something that you don't want to be the enemy of, right? Everybody wants to use quality and you don't want to be the enemy of quality because that must mean you're bad, okay? So when an engineer or a product manager or a company says something like, I can't ship this yet, the quality isn't there, okay? And when I mean that, it's like a physical product or a software. Or someone says, why are you racing through that project? Don't you want to put quality into it? What Seth says is that we feel defenseless in the face of that question because, yes, we want quality. So someone who doesn't want to ship their work is going to stand behind perfectionism, right? They don't want to ship the work yet because it's not perfect. So they're going to stand behind perfectionism because they don't want to be the enemy of quality, okay? But perfectionism has nothing to do with perfect. And perfect does not have a lot to do with quality. Okay, that, that sentence right there got my fucking attention. Never heard that before. Perfectionism has nothing to do with perfect. And perfect does not have a lot to do with quality. Man, it's like mic drop. Perfect does not have a lot to do with quality. And then what Seth says is that what this means is that quality has a very specific 
definition, okay? This concept is something that I had not given much thought to in the past, personally. Uh, Maybe uh, I was making up my own definition of quality through my own lens and my own personal tastes or my own experiences. And it, it kind of immediately got me wondering, what does quality actually mean? And Seth goes on to say that there's two definitions. We're going to talk about both of them here. And the definition of quality, again, this is his words, the definition of quality comes from Edwards Deming and the rest of the quality movement from the 40s and the 50s from the people who gave us the Toyota. And what it means is meets spec. That's it. Quality means that something simply meets spec. That is it. I I was shocked. Okay. How could quality simply mean meets spec? It's like, are you, are you kidding me? Right. And I love the way that he used the word spec. We're going to talk about this here because in contracts and in construction, everything is about a specification and, and actually a product is also about a specification. And he says, so if I asked you, what is a better car? a Toyota Corolla or a Rolls Royce? The answer is a Toyota Corolla because the Toyota Corolla meets spec. It more reliably does what it is supposed to do when it is supposed to do it than a Rolls Royce does because a Rolls Royce is a different thing. It's luxury. It is delib- it's the deliberate spending of resources to create something that most people can't have. It's like, boom, holy crap, mic drop. Again, Toyota Corolla is a better quality car than a Rolls Royce simply because it meets spec. And meeting spec is that it does exactly what it is supposed to do when it is supposed to do it. And there's so much we could talk about on this that I'm not going to, we won't have time here to discuss, but some of the thoughts that come to my mind are even simple products like an Orbit product in a Home Depot. Perhaps that product is damn good quality because it meets the specification. The difference is the specification that that product was designed for is different than the specification that let's say a Rainmaster controller or a Hunter or a Rainbird or a Baseline were were designed for, okay? So it could be a lower price point doesn't mean it's less quality. It actually could be more quality if it meets the specification better. All right. And then I started thinking about how, you know, what might this also mean if you're a landscape contractor, irrigation contractor, and you do not meet the specification of a project? Does that mean that you do not do quality work? Is it really that simple? Is your work quality defined by how well you meet the project specification? I, I, guess, I guess so. If the project calls for valves to have isolation valves, ball valves installed on them, and you do not put those in, that might mean that you are not doing a quality job because you did not follow specification. So part of this defining of quality, you have to remember, and this was kind of aha moment to me, is that you have to meet specification. 
you could still put in what we might have previously all thought is a, is a quality system, but if it doesn't meet the specification, then by nef- definition, you are not doing a quality project. Okay. And then, you know, and I, from through that lens, I was thinking about commercial um, project installation where there is a specification residential sometimes, but if you're a design build contractor, then you may, I don't know this to be true. This is just the way my mind was thinking. You may have an advantage, right? Because as a design build contractor, you are writing the specification. And I would hope that if you are writing the specification, you could deliver a finished project that meets your own specification. Wouldn't that be crazy? You make your own specification and your own project doesn't meet your own specs. So it might be design build contractors could by definition do better quality work because they get to write the spec. It's not meeting somebody else's specification. So again, just these are just things to, to think about. And they were new to me and new ways to think about the word quality. You know, it's really, again, this first concept is tied to meeting spec. So as Seth said, this is the first way to define quality is it meets spec. How well do you meet spec versus your competitors? Okay, always be thinking about how well you meet spec. But there is another definition of quality, and it's equally important and perhaps more important than just simply meeting spec, which is often the case with landscape commercial projects, right? The meeting of spec. The next definition of quality is the magic of the magic. I just I just love the way that sounds. The magic of the magic. So what is the magic of the magic? Seth kind of describes this as thinking about an, an old-fashioned coin trick. Think about it, a magician, and he either makes the coin disappear or he makes the hand, the coin go from one hand to the other. And when we were kids and we saw this for a moment, we felt something, some kind of like amazement, some kind of tension. And this tension of questioning you know, what just happened? Because there's a part of your brain that didn't understand what just happened because you know that it's not possible for the coin to just simply disappear. And you know, it's not possible for the coin to jump from one hand to the other, but you saw what just happened. And so you're amazed. Then the other side of your brain goes, well, that's not possible. I know it's not possible. And so it's, it's where those two thoughts come together that creates this amazement or this, this magical feeling. And then as soon as you know how the trick is done, the magic goes away because it's simply a trick. There is no more magic. The magic's gone. So the magic is when you're astonished, when you see something that you know either shouldn't be possible or you're questioning because you, you, you're just amazed. You don't know how that just happened because you know it shouldn't be able to happen the way that it just happened. That's the magic, okay? And he says that in the case of a great performance or like a theater performance or even in great customer service, it's this first time you experience that unexpected moment when the lights turn on for you, that is the magic moment. And that magic moment is the other definition of quality. 
And what I find fascinating is that Seth believes that with this new introduction of robotics and artificial intelligence and the offshoring of manufacturing and jobs and everything else, that the work that's left for us is the work to create the magic. And that is really powerful, I think. How do you create magic in your business, in your job, in what you do? What's the magic? If your product or your project does not have a spec that you can meet in order to provide quality, okay, right? Because that was the first one. If your project doesn't have a spec you can meet to provide quality, then maybe you need to go look for the magic. And I think that for a lot of us, the magic is going to be the most difficult thing to achieve, find, or offer. And maybe, you know, ask yourself, what can you offer your clients for the first time that will have, I don't know, an unexpected moment of wow. And I think, shit, I love the way that sounds. I'm just kind of riffing here, but I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) What can you offer your clients for the first time that will have an unexpected moment of wow so that they have a sense of quality? Look to give your customers that unexpected moment of wow, and they will perceive it as quality. If we all want quality because we don't want to be the enemy of quality and the people who buy from us want a quality project or they have some expectation of quality, you have those two choices. I'm going to leave this thought with you as it relates to those two choices, because sometimes there's two choices, but what if, what if there were, what if they were both? What if you could have them both? So I'm going to leave this thought with you. Would it be possible to meet spec 100% and offer a quality job? And if every contractor met the spec and did a quality job, what would differentiate you? you would need to create the magic. Maybe the money is in the magic. And you know what I like best about that thought? There's no right answer, only possibilities and only opportunities for you to separate yourself from your competition and leave them wondering how the hell you're so successful. Why is everyone always talking about you? It's because the money's in the magic. We're all doing quality work. We're all meeting spec, but the money is in the magic. So I'm going to leave that up to you guys. Think about it. Ponder it. Always be asking, where's the magic? Am I offering the magic? So let's wrap this up. Remember that quality has a specific definition. Quality is specific. It means meeting spec or it means providing magic and What you think quality may be may not be what the other person perceives as quality. So it's important that if you're trying to meet spec, you make that spec very clear. You meet with your customer, you review the project so that they understand exactly what they're getting and you give them exactly what they think they're going to get so that you can meet that spec perfectly, okay? And again, I realize that there's a lot to talk about here. So the simple, the simple summary is that quality is when you meet 
spec or add the magic. So that that's it, guys. I'm going to wrap this up. As always, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you, and I believe in you. And if you are going to be in Las Vegas next week at the IA show, here is my personal cell phone number. Please text me. I would love to meet you. 208-908-3229. And if you're listening to this episode in 2025, just text me anyway. I'd love to hear from you. That's it. Awesome. Enjoy the week. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. See you on the next episode.